Welcome into the Todd Pod. My name is Todd Lizenby. I am with you today and joined by Garen Emig, one of my sellout crowd cohorts. We're going to talk about the top trophies in sports. That's right. Ranking something silly comes to the Todd Pod. But first, we got to thank our great sponsors. We want to thank Next Generation Roofing, MidFirst Bank, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, FireLakeJobs.com, and Oklahoma Ford dealers. My Ford, Sammy Joe's got 187,000 miles on her, and she did just fine with all that weather we had come in on Monday. So uh, Ford is the best in Oklahoma. Don't forget to get by your best in Oklahoma Ford dealer to get the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. And also, two fellas moving. I mean, maybe you're in the transfer portal. You need someone to help you move. Two fellas moving. Give them a call. Maybe you got it. And maybe you get an NIL deal. Gunner Gundy, give them a call. Uh, Casey Thompson, I hope you use two fellas moving. Two fellas moving are the best. Uh, if you've got not just moving, they do they do uh, quotes, no strings attached. So if you need a quote on a move, give them a call. Twofellas.com. That's the number two, fellas.com. And also want to remind you that they do also uh, junk haul services, dumpster rentals. So if you got a spring clean coming up, get in touch with Two Fellas Moving at twofellas.com. All right, Garen, it is time for the top five trophies in all of sports. And first, I want to introduce my guest properly, Garen Amy. I'll say it because he won't. Sports Writer of the Year for Oklahoma Year 2023. Uh, as, as Yes, there he is. Uh, Garen, your 30-second acceptance speech, go. I lucked out. Uh, Barry Trammell must not have submitted his name. <laughs> right? It's, it's kind of like when you look back and you go, wait, Kobe had how many MVPs? And it's just like <laughs> the people got bored and they were like, let's give Steve Nash a couple, right? It's uh, This is one of the uh, the silver linings to getting a, getting laid off at your old job. People get <laughs> People have sympathy for you. <laughs> We got to make him feel better. He only oh, worked. He only worked uh, four months of the year, but that that qualifies. He got it, the the first state were were awful for him. Let's give him a little boost. Oh, stop it! You're uh, you're very deserving of the honor. I also want to give a shout out if uh, they're watching it right now. The people at Missouri Western State University, uh, please mail back my laptop. I would love that. I'm on a, I'm on a loner laptop as we record this today. Uh, okay, Garen, let's start with the rules of this ranking something silly. This is top five trophies in all of sports. Now, I didn't right. put in the green jacket, for example. I didn't put in gold medals. Um, if we're doing top five, you know, things you get for winning, maybe you put those in there. But I'm talking about like actual you hold it up type of trophy. Is that okay. are you are you understanding where I'm at here? Yeah, yeah. I that was one of the questions I was going to ask because I'm I'm not enough of a golf fan to even know whether they actually give the Masters winner some hardware to go with the jacket. That's all they give the winner is just the jacket. I think they do give them hardware, but you know, it's the jacket is really what everyone remembers. Right, nice. right, yeah, right. I, I hear you. I think the hardware is pretty. Uh, it's it's pretty unremarkable the hardware that they give them. So that's rule number one. No medals, okay. no jackets. We're just dealing with trophies here. Uh, also, no, like, Paul Bunyan's axe. That's really cool, but that's an axe. I'm talking about, like, it's got a base, it's a trophy, okay? Uh, and then number two, I don't have any really obscure trophies or defunct trophies, all right? These are all trophies that are still being won today. They are still handed out every year, every couple years or whatever. 
Um, let's start first, Garen, with the worst trophies. And I want to nominate those little plaque things that they do for NCAA champions. Those are the worst. They still hand those out? Did they, they still do the plaques? I think they do, yeah. They do. I think they is do. that all the is that you're talking about for the Olympic sports, that kind of stuff that they that gets put in the in the case back back at Alumni Hall, that kind of is that all they get? Is just a plaque, or is that just recognition for that trophy? You know, sort I, of, I'm pretty sure that's all they get, Garen. Yeah, plaques. I know with, foot, with football, there's another trophy that's because of the college football playoff committee. I think basketball may have another trophy as well. Yeah, but I think that plaque is all that the school really gets. Okay, plaques are given for retirements. So I, I I'm in agreement with you. We gotta we gotta stop that if if that's still going on. And I I, I guess it is. I again I don't pay enough attention to the uh, the trickle down sports to see what the award presentations are like. But that's got to stop if it's still going on. Then the Fiesta Bowl trophy's got to be one of the worst. Have you seen that gaudy monstrosity? I can't, I can't remember. What's it look like? I honest to oh. God cannot remember. Yeah, you you'll have to look it up. It's about six feet tall, and it's like extra. It's like it's just a lot. It's it's a whole lot. Um, it's way too much. It's way busy. And then finally, this this may be controversial, but this is this is um this is kind of my opinion. I don't like any trophy that's got a lid. I I want the trophy to either be a cup or be closed. You know what I mean? I don't like it when the lid falls off. Okay, I'm trying to think what who what has lids. So the Premier League trophy has a lid. It's got that little crown on the top. Yeah, it's, it seems like all those soccer trophies sort of run together. Do they all have lids? Like the the, Euro- the uh, European Championship also, I think, right? Not Champions League. Famously, the uh, the Wanamaker Trophy for the PGA Championship has a lid. I don't oh, see, like now that. You're just are you disqualifying the Wanamaker based on the lid? I am. Yes. Well, Ooh, and well, that is controversial. The Wanamaker's way too much as well. It did not. It did oh, not even make my honorable mentions. That's our first big disagreement. I was going to put the Wanamaker at the top of the golf list. Why even do you over like the, the Wanamaker? I just think it. it it's just a. You just know what I mean. I like trophies that you get when you get a look at it. One, you want to take your picture with it, even though you're not supposed to do it as a media member. Number two, you know exactly who who just won that. Doesn't matter if you're a fan of that sport, even you know exactly what just happened. So I, it's a, it's a, it's sort of, it's sort of trophy comfort food for me to know yeah. that the PGA champ's got the Wanamaker in his hands. I feel you, but I got five good ones that I've ranked at the top of the list. Real quick. Well, hey. No, hey, uh, it, let me let me throw out worst. For can I throw out one for yeah. that might be controversial in terms of worst, and and this may really offend you and other people, but the World Cup overrated. I, I agree. I cannot stand the World Cup trophy. I don't I don't know how you equate something that big to something you know uh, to to to, to uh, a piece of gold or piece of metal or whatever whatever the thing's made of. It looks like it's real gold. I guess that's kind of cool. But that comes well short of expectation. That I don't know. If, a long time ago. I don't know if you know this or not, but the World Cup replaced what was called the Jules Rimet Trophy. Uh, that was given to the World Cup winner until 1970. They replaced it with the new trophy in 74. The Jules Rimet Trophy actually has been stolen. Nobody knows where it's at, uh, which is a pretty cool thing. In fact, you'll find that's a theme of some trophies in the past. There are quite a few that are now missing. Uh, here's who I put on my honorable mentions, Garen. The Lombardi Award, not the Lombardi Trophy for the NFL, the Lombardi Award, the Block of Granite. 
Mm-hmm. It's so simple, but it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The Lombardi Trophy, which I say is perfect. It's great for the one-hand hold. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to two-hand hoist it. It's a great one-hand hold trophy. So Lombardi Trophy makes my uh, honorable mention list. The Champions League Trophy, only because it's got a cool nickname. They call it Old Big Ears because of the big you know, handles mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, finally... I'll put it on the list. I'll put the Larry O'Brien trophy, the NBA, NBA trophy, as an honorable mention. Although I have this opinion that all basketball trophies look the same. Hmm. I was a I was a non-fan of the O'Brien until Jordan won his first title with the Bulls. And there's that iconic shot of him hugging the thing in the locker room after beating the Lakers. And that that takes me immediately back to sort of a snapshot of my of my uh, young adulthood and Sentimentally, I would include the O'Brien among the 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 yes, keep it list, but I I wouldn't put it in my top five. Here's my top five. We start with number five, and we go to another major American sport. We go to Major League Baseball, the Commissioner's Trophy. You've seen it. It's the trophy with the thirty flags in a ring around to represent all thirty teams. So I got a little trophy history for you when it comes to the Commissioner's Trophy, Garrett. It was first awarded in 1967 to the Cardinals, okay? And the first one, you can find pictures of it, Google them online. Uh, In fact, I'm going to have a lot of links that I'm going to put in the description if you're watching this on YouTube of some of these pictures. But you can can see that the first one is smaller. There's only 20 flags because there were only 20 teams in 1967. But here's a little history for you. Did you know Major League Baseball didn't give out a trophy for 70 years to the champion. From 1897 to 1967, there was no trophy. Just a plaque. Nothing. I think they just I think they just got a cut of the literally Gary, I think they got a cut of the gate. Cash, which yeah. which up to 67 players are probably okay with. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. right? Dude, you're I, probably I, right. I got to tell you, I again, we disagree. Um, I don't know if that trophy would make my top 10 list. It looks like something you put on the floor of your office for when you wad up the paper after you've, like, I'm a writer, and I've I've got a draft working on a column. I'm wadding up that that piece of paper because I don't like the draft, and I'm throwing it into a wastebasket. That trophy looks like a wastebasket. It looks like a receptacle of trash. It's a beautiful wastebasket. I love it. Uh, My dog hates it, though. You can hear him. Listen, here's another here's another great fact for you. The first ever trophy given out in baseball was called the Davray Cup. All right? It was named after an actress, her name Helen Davray. She was married to a baseball player named John Montgomery Ward. Not the same guy. I know you're thinking about the store, not the same say, guy. Yeah. Uh but Davray was an actress and it was done as a publicity stunt and much like the Jules Remey trophy, it went missing in 1893. Nobody knows where the Davray Cup is either. It's it's hanging out with the uh, the Jules. What'd you say, Jules Le- Laverne, LeMay, Jules, Marie? Jules Remay trophy. Jules Remay. I gotta do it. It's also hanging out with the uh, the Sonics NBA championship trophy, <laughs> which I think the Oklahoma City organization may literally keep like in a storage unit somewhere. I'm not making that up. Uh, okay, let's go to number four on my list. Number four, and I know you're not gonna like this one. The Claret Jug, awarded to the winner of the Open Championship since 1873. It is the fifth oldest sports trophy in the world. It is diminutive. It is a small trophy. But I say when it comes to trophies, Garen, size doesn't matter. History matters more. What say you? 
I say you're wrong because I, I've already on on the record saying that the World Cup trophy needs to again fit the occasion. They've blown that. It looks like something that was melt that was left out in the the Brazilian sun and melted down. Um, I I like the claret jug. I would I would top ten it. I would not top five it. I would top five Wanamaker. If you if you pour beer and champagne into the Stanley Cup, the claret jug looks like something that you might pour syrup in to eat your pancakes with. It kind of it does all, look it's fine. It has like a little gravy bowl at the top, the kind of that little mm-hmm. lip to it, which, you know, I would definitely pour some gravy or syrup out of the claret jug. I will say this. The claret jug is really cool. I love it. It's got I, – I think you're right. The World Cup is too small because it has no history. You could have made a big trophy in 1974. But these trophies made in the 1800s, that's when there weren't gigantic trophies. So I respect the diminutive yeah. old trophies. Sure. Now – I will say this, uh, they missed a chance because the the trophy for the, the Open Championship, the Claret Jug, it came in in 1873. Now, the reason that they have a Claret Jug, I don't know if you know this or not, Garen, young Tom Morris won the British Open or the Open Championship 1870, 1871, 1872. By winning it three years in a row, the championship belt that they gave out every year to the winner, he got to own it. So because he won three years in a row, he owned the belt, and they were like, hey, man, we got to come up with a new trophy. So they made this little jug, and uh, it's cool that everyone gets their name on it. I think that's a a cool feature, and you'll hear more about that, obviously, later with one of my top trophies. What do you think? No, it's uh, – again, it's it's something you equate with an event. Um, I'd go Wanamaker closer to PGA than Claret Jug closer to British, but that's that's the American coming out in me, probably a little jingoism. Um, but I, I have no problem with it. it. And it size doesn't matter when the event is uh, is literally uh, bookmarked in history. And the British Open is about as historical as it gets when it comes to golf. So it, it sort of fits it, it sort of fits that occasion, unlike glad, the World Cup trophy. I'm glad we agree. Well done. Uh, so number five, the Commissioner's Trophy. Number four, the Claret Jug. Number three, I'm going to go a little obscure here. I'm sure you've heard of it. The Floyd of Rosedale, it's awarded to the winner of the Minnesota-Iowa football game since 1935. If you like size, Gary, and if size does matter, it's a 98-pound bronze pig trophy. Uh, The phones are ringing off the hook from Austin and Norman. If you're going to award a top five trophy to a college football rivalry, you, you just picked the wrong one, buddy. No. No, who doesn't love a pig on a trophy? And it's got a cool backstory. Those who love a golden hat, that's who. (laughs) It's got a cool backstory. So in uh, 1934, Minnesota was playing Iowa, and Iowa had a guy by the name, I'm pretty sure it was Ozzie Simmons. I should have written this down. I think it was Ozzie Simmons, though. Uh, And he was one of the few black players in college football in 1934. And Minnesota players were... They were rough on him, as unfortunately happened to a lot of black players in 1934. Mm-hmm. And so the next year, Minnesota went to Iowa, and Iowa's governor made a comment in the media of, if the referees don't handle it, the Iowa crowd will. And so the Minnesota attorney general was like, hey, man, you're inciting a riot right now. Mm. You can't do this. So the governor of Minnesota, named Floyd Olson, called the governor of Iowa, Clyde Herring, and they talked it out, and Olson said, I know nothing's going to happen. Let's bet a pig on the game, a Minnesota prize hog versus an Iowa prize hog. 
They agreed on the bet, and Clyde Herring, Iowa's governor, was the winner of the bet. So uh, Floyd Olson had the pig delivered. He named the pig Floyd, and the pig came from a local farm in Iowa called Rosedale Farms, and that's how you got the Floyd of Rosedale, the trophy they've been giving out since 1935. How cool is that? It's a great story. I I'm, I'm appreciate the education. I will give it some respect now that I know the backstory. That's what a, see, that's the thing. A lot of these rivalry trophies, you hear about them. Sometimes they make you laugh because they're so outlandish. What, the old oaken bucket? I think that's what yep. Indiana Purdue, perhaps. Uh, you've already met, brought up the uh, the axe, Paul Bunyan's axe. Little brown jug, the keg of nails, the brass spittoon. Yeah, I mean, we we get we all sort of you know giggle because we don't know that there might be a really cool backstory which you just provided. So, I when it comes to the pig trophy, I, I will stop giggling and and pay it a little more respect. Not quite to the same level of the golden hat. I'm a little more invested in the golden hat, having covered that game a few more times. But you, the fact that you've just educated me is has made it worth you putting it in your top five. Thank you very much. And I have to say the Golden Hat did not make the list. Number two, though, is a trophy that a lot of people around Norman know about. It's the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Presented since 1935 to the nation's best college football player. It only weighs 45 pounds. It's still a big old trophy. Uh, People may or may not know this. It's made in Dell City, Oklahoma by MTM Recognition. And there are two Heismans awarded each year, one for the player, one for the school. I, it's got to make the list, Garen, for a couple reasons. Number one, everyone knows the pose. And you talk about your early adulthood, my teenage years. That was the Charles Woodson. Everyone mm-hmm. did the Heisman pose. So it's it's iconic in that way. And then the other thing is, uh, for me personally, this is one, in fact, the only one of the top five on this list that I've seen in person. And it's striking when you see a Heisman trophy mm-hmm. because they are so rare. Uh, and you know historically what that means. Yep, it is. So we, we complain a lot about what college football is getting wrong right now. As long as they're handing out that trophy at the end of the season or toward the end of the season, that might be something they ought to get more right, is maybe waiting until after the postseason to, to hand out the award. But that's for another show. Uh, as long as they're giving out that uh, block of granite to the uh, the best player in college football, then then the college, then college football is worth, is worth saving if there are some things wrong. You're right. Uh, when you've got players acting out the actual trophy, I don't think that happens any place else. I can't, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, it's not as synonymous with, with just the pose it took to, to build the trophy. Then you know you're onto something iconic. So you nailed this one. I think Ed Smith was the name of the guy who actually was the person that the Heisman pose came from. Uh, he was a football player. Gosh, I think it might have been at Yale or something like that. And he was asked, hey, can you pose? We can, you know, have a sculptor that's going to. Someone did pose for that thing. See, yes. I didn't know that. I yes. thought it was that's... just, that's how it should look. Whoever no. came up with the initial design. No, that's the story. They kind of asked him to do some football poses. And that was right. a popular one back in the day. And that's. More uh... education. More education. Very good. There you Teach. Go. There you go. Uh, number one class. The number one trophy to me. I don't know if I can do a little drum roll or anything. It's the Stanley Cup. Since 1893, it's been awarded to the NHL winner. It's got it all. It's got history. Mm-hmm. It's got a ton of size. You can eat cereal out of it. You can eat popcorn out of it. You can drink a big old bowl of champagne if you want to. Uh, you know, you can you can do whatever you want with the Stanley Cup 
because it is a man's cup. 13 years of full teams go on each band. It is five bands high. So that means as you hold the Stanley Cup, you can look at 65 previous champions, entire rosters. There's nothing like it in all of sports. Garen, yeah. am I crazy in saying the Stanley Cup is the best trophy in all of sports? I, I have never seen a sports trophy list that didn't. Right. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying this to knock you down. Uh, you're, you're doing the right thing here, buddy. I've never seen a trophy list that doesn't conclude with the, with the, with Lord Stanley's Cup at number one. There's a reason. And the, the other thing that's so cool about it, not just the design and not just the, you know, it's not just the presentation, which by the way is freaking awesome. They give it to the captain of the team, not the owner mm-hmm. on the ice, right? That there's something we might learn from our, Assuming that was the first uh, a Canadian practice, one of the maybe the legendary Maple Leafs from Canadiens teams were. For, I don't I don't know who got the first Stanley Cup. Probably a Canadian team. We need to bring that down uh, south of the border and and start giving the the Lombardi Trophy and the, the O'Brien Trophy and and your wastebasket basket trophy in baseball to the team captain, not the owner. They get the presentation right. They get the design right. The other cool thing about the Stanley Cup is players get to take it to bars, to discos, to parties to parks, to playgrounds, to schools, to civic halls, to, to on parade routes. And I know, Todd, I don't know about you, but I, I've met uh, 50 to 100 people in my life who've actually had their picture taken alongside the cup. It's, it's, the, it's sort of the people's trophy. It's not just perfect in the way it's built. It's perfect in the way it's, it's presented. This is as close as I've ever come to, to Lord Stanley's uh, trophy, this, this beauty. But one day before I pass, I shall also get my picture taken next to the cup if, if all breaks right for me. Just know that anyone that has a top trophies list that doesn't include the Stanley Cup, they're trying to be too smart for their own good. Just, That's right. Yeah, that's exactly it's, right. It's one of the best trophies. It is, in my opinion, the best trophy in all of sports. You mentioned each player gets a day with the cup where they can kind of take it and do their own thing. Yeah. There's a guy who – actually a couple guys who the Hockey Hall of Fame – uh, sends out that are the keepers of the cup and they escort it around and make sure nothing crazy happens with it because and I'll again I'll link to this uh, if you're looking the YouTube comments but there are a ton of stories of misadventure with the cup players have tried to figure out if it can float uh, spoiler alert it cannot uh, <laughs> players have and I'm not making this up uh, I think it was Martin Brodeur maybe or it was one of the goalies I'm I'm probably getting that wrong. Maybe Patrick Waugh that ate popcorn out of it Mm -hmm. and it got to the next teammate and he had to clean the butter and salt stains out of the bowl. People, people just have a time with it. There's stories of players taking it into bars, locking the doors where the keeper of the cup has to stay out and everyone just doing, you just taking big Mm -hmm. old chugs of beer out of it and just Mm -hmm. passing it around the bar. So it's, there's a ton of history behind it. Uh, it is cool. Like I said, you can see 65 years worth of rosters. There's 13 on each band. And when the band fills up, they take the top band, they put it in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So it's forever enshrined. And then they put a new band on the bottom. So yeah. you can see up to 65 years worth of uh, rosters on the Stanley Cup. It'd be pretty cool to have won a Stanley Cup and to be able to take your grandson and find your name on the cup. That'd be a pretty cool thing to do. So number five, the commissioner's trophy. Garen says it's a waste basket. Number four, the claret jug. You can drink out of that too. Just more like a shot instead of a 12 ounce. Number three, the Floyd of Rosedale. 
Got a great story behind it. It's a 98-pound bronze pig. How can you not like it? Number two, the Heisman Trophy. We all know the pose. And number one, the Stanley Cup. Uh, since 1893, awarded to the winner of the NHL. Garen, before I ask you what you're working on, what did I miss? Is there any obvious omission from my list? Uh, we've been over the Wanamaker, um, the Borg Warner, but the Indy 500 winner is, uh, I'd probably consider that for my top five. Again, I see it. I know immediately who just won that thing. I don't, I haven't watched the 500 since I was in high school. I mean, it's been 35 years, but I do know about the, uh, the Borg Warner. It's not my favorite trophy, but my favorite name trophy, since you brought up the pig trophy and in, in your uh, list of honor, is the winner of the Bundesliga over there in Germany. Uh, playing a little uh, pro- proper football gets what's called the Meisterschale. It's not a pre- yeah. it's, it's a plate. It's not a trophy. It's like it's like the uh, the ladies singles champion at Wimbledon gets the plate, not the trophy. That probably right. ought to change sometime. It the, the Meister Shallow looks like what uh, Serena Williams has won like ten times. It's a plate. I don't like the look, but the name is perfect, and it's it's quite German. So um, those are the only two things that came to my mind while you were doing your rundown, buddy. Yeah, in Italy they play for the Scudetto. Uh, that's the name of their trophy. And also, I thought about with baseball, the Gold Glove's a cool trophy too. It is. Yeah, it's the best to me. It's my favorite baseball trophy. Yeah, yeah even enough, more than the, yeah the one you brought. All right. Up. Um, yeah, that's right. Garen, what are you working on? What can the people check out over at selloutcrowd.com from you? What do you have upcoming? What do you have that's been recently published that you want the people to check out? Just posted to the website this afternoon my latest uh, episode of Mind Games with Jerry Ostrowski, a friend of mine from the Tulsa market. He used to play for the Buffalo Bills on the offensive line, came around at the time the Bills' uh, Jim Kelly era was, was concluding, but he knows heartbreak and the connection between that team and that city as well as anybody spent 10 years of his life up in Buffalo. I know there aren't a lot of Bills fans in Oklahoma necessarily, but I promise it's worth a listen because he really spells out why uh, you should feel just a little sad, even if you're a Chiefs fan, at what just happened to Buffalo again in the uh, the AFC postseason. Uh, as far as the written word, I've got something on Sports Illustrated. We got a little sentimental on your show here today. I wrote something sentimental the other uh, the other afternoon when I couldn't get over the layoffs at Sports Illustrated. Talk about things that we identify our childhood with, not just trophies, but sometimes that's magazines. And I am, I'm a little gutted by what's going on at SI because of how much that magazine meant to me as a kid uh, who was just trying to find, <laughs> trying to find his way. SI played a small role in that. If you haven't seen the column, you might check it out at selloutcrowd.com. Garen, uh, I agree with you. I used to, SI used to be the best day when you'd go to the mailbox yeah. and the SI was in the mail. It was so awesome. As a kid, uh, I I also want to say Jerry Ostrowski, a guy who I can probably identify a lot with right now because I just want to choke the kickers because <laughs> they've got to quit missing kicks at the end of the game that are important. As a Packers fan, I feel what he feels right now. I'm just kidding. I love everyone. I would never choke any kickers. Uh, Garen, I appreciate you being on. This has been fun. Let's do it again sometime. Absolutely. You know you I love coming any on. suggestions for anything I should rank? Um, well, the Super Bowl's coming up. Everyone's going to default to commercials. I imagine you might have a, you might have something to say about that when that party is rolled out. Halftime show performers. Um, I'm just going to pop, I'm going right to the most convenient, uh, pop culture stuff, aren't I? Um, how about this? How about if I did uh, a list of who I wish would play the halftime show? There's, now there's an idea. Or, yeah. Uh, or it might be more, instead of top five performers, top five 
boy, do you wish you had the invitation back, right? Five, yeah. five, five, five performers who just bombed and, and actually brought down the mood. There you go. In fact, we're calling it right now. Next week, the five worst halftime shows in the history of the Super Bowl. Uh, that's coming up. Either uh, How about we do it the week of the Super Bowl? We'll announce that now. All right. The, uh, the five glad worst. I can, glad there. I can contribute something happy and positive to your show. I, your I show. did the worst bedlams ever. I'm going to have Barry Trammell on for the worst halftime shows. Mate. No, I'll find someone from Sellout Crowd to be on, and then they can choose the next topic. Oh man! Um, no, I'll uh, I'll I'll put some thought to it and uh, send it your way. You and I, I think, are the last bastions of college basketball in the uh, in the organization. So maybe we can, we can put our heads together and do a, a, a some kind of a, an offbeat list related to uh, to college hoops before March run, runs uh, rolls around. And yeah, gets, uh, I, I think everyone says we have to save all the college basketball until March. Garrett, yep. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, if you want any college basketball talk, you've got my number. Shoot me a text yep, message. For sure. And uh, Bill Self's hair is not real. Uh, Garen Emick has been my guest today. Thank you to Garen. Thank you to Jacqueline Musgrove, our producer. Want to uh, shout out also uh, Bobby Howard, Michael Martin, behind the scenes who do social media. Michael Lane, our creative director, is amazing. And Mike Sherman, our director of content as well. Thanks to all of them. Thanks to all of you. If you like what you heard or saw, uh, you can always subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up, like the video, give us a five-star rating. All of that stuff goes a long way. And like I said, on YouTube, you can find links to a lot of the to a lot of the things that I talked about in today's episode. Thanks to you for watching this episode of the Todd Pod. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.